Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, uh, golf season is starting. How are you feeling? It started. I, I made some swings this weekend, and I'm really happy about that. So it, the golf season is official for us in northern Wisconsin. You getting uh, a... You get any snow up there this week? Yeah, we got like an inch on uh, Monday. On Monday? A little flurry of a half inch this yeah. morning, but it's already gone. Yeah, same same here. We got uh, we had a nice weekend, then we got... I, I want to say, like, knock on wood here, but I want to say <laughs> this was our last snowfall of the season. Like, we always get a snowfall around this time, but, like, I... It, like mean, bet, meaningful meaningful snow like flurries don't count flurries don't count i'm talking about like like an inch or more of snow i would still take that bet yeah maybe up by you but for me down here in in the good when you got more snow land, than i did here what do you mean up by me milwaukee got pounded we did but like that's in the 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 dead of winter. I'm talking about <laughs> talking about springtime here. <laughs> talking about talking? playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Yeah, uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about. I like your optimism. The lack like of it. snow in the in the future here for like for where I'm at. You know, like I said, maybe maybe some flurries. I mean, last year we saw some flurries in the air, like in April. Like I can I can say that. You know, will probably happen, but nothing that sticks. Nothing that would shut a course down or anything. Prevent you from playing, essentially. I'll still take that bet. Let's bet ten push-ups. Ten push-ups. All right. If courses in Milwaukee get closed, I mean, or if there's an inch or more, like that. I mean, but I'm talking about even closing for like the morning. Even if they're open in the afternoon, it closes well, for the morning. And you're talking about a are you talking about closing for the morning or like a frost delay? Because <laughs> delays happen. An inch or more. Okay, an inch or more. All right. Ten push-ups. All right. We got it. All right. And the battle the battle will be over on April 30th. All right. Sounds good. But yeah, so you got out and played nine holes. Yeah. How'd that go? good i mean it was windy and the greens were shit but it was we went down to uh my wife took me out and played with me um uh down by appleton a course called west ridge um never been there it kind of a fun layout different i mean just uh, just amazing to be out just i mean we we drove an hour and 15 to make it happen but we got it we got the first one in the books on March 13th, so I'll, uh, you know, I'm married, so I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if I've played that course. 
Because I've played, I've played some courses. Eh, I don't think so. Now that I see it. No, I haven't played that. I've played some courses over there, but I haven't played that one. Yeah. West of Mina. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what we expect during the springtime here. We get uh, some high winds with the warmer weather kind of that rolls in. Um, it's never really calm. And then, yeah, you know, we're still barely out of snow, so conditions are not optimal. For sure. Yeah, I mean, but it looked like, honestly, like, even considering that, I mean, I've been around a little bit long enough to know that it looked like they punched their greens in December. Like, <laughs> uh, honestly, like, they, they, they were, there were aeration were holes everywhere. Like, usually you should be punching your greens in September, and then it recovers before the winter, and, like, I don't know how they do business down there, but it, it was absurd it was they were awful they were <laughs> yeah hey maybe maybe they did maybe they did do it in december in just a ridiculous time i mean we didn't have snow at that point i don't think um i mean we didn't down here at that point yeah but, i remember but I, I, I don't know what appleton looked like i mean i know the ski hill opened up on thanksgiving but yeah uh, but they make their own snow yeah I just it's it seems crazy that a course would aerate in December. That's, they shouldn't be. <laughs> that still seems that's not a, that that's not a thing but, you should do. But it was that bad. Like <laughs> I, I I know aeration quite a bit, and so believe me, I wish I should take pictures of it. But it like yeah, there was like plugs like everywhere. So they basically they did, they just didn't clean up after themselves, maybe. There were plugs everywhere. They didn't clean up after themselves. They didn't sand fill I mean, afterwards. Yeah, plug not 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 a lot of plugs on top, but like the plugs like missing from the ground. Yeah, like, so they probably. I mean, yeah, they probably maybe they didn't they didn't they fill it. A, they sanded a little, but it just like it was like a not half enough half. though. Yeah, yeah, it just it, it was just bad. Uh, and they so, but. Uh, Either way, we just played. We just went down and played nine, and it was but better than not playing nine. <laughs> I was gonna say, listen to us complaining about getting out and playing golf. <laughs> yeah, um, I I have not actually oh, played nine holes. I just got out to the range a few times. Um, How'd it go? You know what? There's a lot to work on. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, I'm. I mean, there's there's things I'm. I'm working with uh, and changing like uh, you know I've talked about how I'm I'm kind of working on changing like to a claw grip for putting um, yeah. kind of doing the same thing with with uh, the full swings as well obviously not the claw grip but I'm switching to uh, I'm going to try and switch to the the interlock grip which okay. for me is a big difference because my whole life I've just been swinging baseball grip Ooh. Like anytime I've ever tried interlock or overlap, like I've never felt comfortable at no. all. Like it's yeah. just like it feel it's always felt like the club will just like go out of my hands essentially. But I'm trying the interlock grip. Um cool. and I, I think it'll work. I just need to spend time with it. Like Yeah, it takes time, but honestly, like I will I'll be captain positive here and just tell you that like I mean I switched from interlock to overlap and it just it feels better and i think 
it's it actually happens a little quicker than you would expect it's not like you're going to spend in my opinion all season trying to get used to this grip like within yeah. a few within a few weeks you should be good right and yeah considering it's the you know beginning of the season i haven't really swung a club since december essentially um yeah. before you know these couple of range trips you know it, it's just going to take time i did i did try like the overlap or you know like i basically tried both and i was like the overlap felt like weaker for me like yeah more no i mean like in the terms of my concerns like whenever i tried these grips earlier like i feel like the club's gonna like go out of my hand essentially um like i feel i feel more comfortable not maybe not comfortable but like more secure with my grip with the interlock where the overlap just it feels like i don't have as much control which is crazy because like the baseball there's 10 fingers on it right the the overlap there's nine and the interlock there's eight right but like with the interlock those hands are at least connected where the overlap it just feels like there's that loose finger that's just kind of slipping there yeah i yeah i don't know it's just it's it's a personal kind of feel i guess you know i think that's for everyone, everyone has like different grips. You know, obviously overlap and interlock are kind of the most used, but like yeah. everyone has kind of their personal tendencies with it. So, and, and I even now I go to like it's kind of a, a mix. So I have the, it's like an overlap, but the pinky is going. Uh, the pinky on the right hand touches the club instead of uh, like the overlap. The true overlap is like the pinky right top. yeah and my mine dips down and like you know yeah it, just, it gives a little tap for love a little, little love tap to the club saying hey i'm still here club this pinky's yeah. still here <laughs> um yeah so so i'm i'm trying that stuff out um it, and in addition to you know swinging the clubs really for the first time since december it's just kind of there's a lot of rust there's a lot of things to kind of work out and get back into the swing of things if you know what i mean <laughs> so, i do but i mean i i i'm glad that uh that the season's back um in terms of like i can get out and and swing the golf club again and and get get the season going it's exciting and speak, yeah. speaking of exciting it's an exciting time of year because not only did we just finish the players' championship, but we're we're only three tournaments away from the Masters. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. I mean, we're not that far away. We are under a month away from the Masters. He's just dreaming of magnolias. I've got I've day. got my koozie going, my <laughs> Masters koozie. I'm ready. I've got the days off scheduled for for work. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm. I'm going to play golf during those days. It's going to be great. I'm so pumped for it. Still a couple weeks away, obviously. But it's it's right around the corner. It's going to be here sooner than we know it. This is true. Excited. I know. I'm with you. Almost. No, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I just... Uh, yeah, it's crazy how fast it turns around when you have the Masters in November. Feels like we just had it. Now it's, right. it's here again, so... Yeah, we'll have to start. We'll have to start getting hyped for it, and so I have a couple, a couple <laughs> good masters 
master's podcasts. Oh, yeah, for sure. But we, we should probably not get too far ahead of ourselves. We should. Yeah, let's go back to the, the players because. I mean, that's a pretty big tournament. Players is a big tournament. It's a, it's a decent field. Some would say, like, the best field. <laughs> and they'd be pretty much right. I mean, statistically, it's the best field. You know, you put $15 million in the line, you're going to get some players to show up. You give the, uh, you give the winner $2.7 million, a lot, a lot of players are going to want that. Yeah. Is that the number one purse in the year? Number one. Uh, I mean, it sounds like it. I haven't looked it up, but I don't. I think it is. I don't remember a winner getting two point seven million dollars before. Or I think it's the least person golf. <laughs> they they say that, and then so I would lead me to believe that that it's the biggest first prize. You know. I mean, the only other thing I can think of is you know obviously the FedEx Cup, but that's not like a single tournament. That's yeah, you know, the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, that that's the accumulation of the season and the playoffs and playoffs. Playoffs. And just, you know, $10 million. I mean, a lot of these guys make, you know, a couple million for, or, you know, the top 20 in the world. Well, there's probably 10 guys in the world that make a million or two for just showing up in Abu Dhabi. Um, yeah. But they got um, money over there. <laughs> But just biggest purse for winning one single tournament, I think this is it. I, 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 I don't know enough to disagree with you, and, and quite frankly, I, I'm not willing to right. disagree with you on this. We'll take your call in. Uh, <laughs> if there's a caller that disagrees with us, let us know, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely correct ourselves. <laughs> the uh, call-in number is 1-800-867-5309. And uh, <laughs> hey, I Google I Googled it and it just confirmed what we said. All right, players, great players championship, biggest biggest purse. Yeah, I mean that's a I mean it's a pretty insane purse, <laughs> two point seven million um, for first first place. Yeah, but let's uh I mean speaking of first place, how do our oh. picks do? Well. I'll, I'll I'll start it off you by saying off. you by you that you had the best pick. Daniel Berger finished the best out of anyone. Uh, Justin Thomas, big win for him. Uh, I'm happy for him. I love JT. Wish wish I would have picked him, but uh, you know for the fact for the picks that we did make, you had the best one, and then I'll follow that up with uh, I won two out of three. You did. You're yeah. not wrong. It's a it's a factual statement you just said. <laughs> um, although two two of my three picks were under par, whereas two of your three pick, picks missed the cut. So, uh, you know, just saying, just saying. But yeah, officially, yeah, maybe, we'll have, maybe we'll have to change our picks so that we add up the total score of all three of our picks, and then it, what you said will actually matter. <laughs> Maybe. Well, this might—I mean, this might be an anomaly. <laughs> I'm just trying to give myself credit here, but yeah. Yeah. Total total score of our three picks. You, you would have won. I'll give you that. But but that's not what we agreed to going into the week, um, or any yeah. of our other tournaments that we've done. Did picks head for. to head. Head to head. But 
Well, you had the best pick of the week, so I'll give, I'll give it to you there. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not disappointed with my week. I'll, I'll just say that. I'm actually disappointed with both our weeks. I'll just say that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I we, we, had, we, each, we each had three picks and we didn't get a top ten. I mean, yeah, but I mean, the players look at look at. We didn't even get we didn't even get a top seventeen. Yeah, but look at the guys who missed the cut. I mean, Rory McIlroy missed the cut. He shot freaking 10 over par. He was one of my picks. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You did, you did have a T9. I'm going to I'm going to correct myself. Okay, so we did have a top 10. You I I had a top 10. You, <laughs> you did. Yeah. I I mean Roy McIlroy was plus ten, he, you know missed the cut. Matt Kuchar was plus seven, he missed the cut. Ricky Fowler was plus six, missed the cut. Kevin Kisner was plus six, missed the cut. Um, Patrick Cantlay plus five, missed the cut. Brian Snedeker missed the cut, plus five. Xander Shoffley missed the cut, plus four. Ian Poulter plus four, missed the cut. Um, Cameron Champ plus four, missed the cut. Tony Tony Finau plus three, missed the cut. That's that was one of your picks. Um, should we just send out the link so everybody can read it? <laughs> no, I'm just picking out some big names. I mean, like Max Homa, you know, one at the Genesis. He was plus two, miscut. Webb Simpson, yeah. one of your picks, miscut, plus two. Victor Hovland, he's a winner on tour this year. He missed the cut, plus two. Gary Woodland, he's a U.S. Open champion. This is the he's best field. Plus you know, the two. brings out the best field. That's what I mean. Like, like you can pick big names and you're – you're still not guaranteed to to make the cut here. Um, yeah, you know Bubba Watson missed the cut plus two. I, a lot of guys, a lot of guys missed the cut. Scotty Shuffler plus one missed cut. I mean, what what do you expect? What do you expect from us? I mean, we tried. Brand Snedeker, Steve Stricker missed the cut. I mean. I mean, he was, he was in contention. Half, it's, it's like half the field missed the cut. It's like crazy. Almost. I know. I know enough. <laughs> how, do, how do they even figure that out? They set it up that way? But, but, all, I'm, all I'm saying is nobody's guaranteed to make the putt, cut in any tournament, especially when you're, you know, doing the Players' Championship, which has the best field in, you know, the season so like i'm not going to be too disappointed with my picks this week especially since i did get a top 10 you did just saying just saying if that's if that's your benchmark for a goal then i'm happy for you and if top 10s are what you're going after then you did it hey Spon- you know, sponsors yeah, like yeah. S- sponsors <laughs> like top tens. Sponsors like top tens. You know what they don't like? They don't like guys who get a snowman on seventeen and withdraw after the first round by shooting an eighty-one. They don't like that. Was that Kevin Na? Yeah, it's a it's a guy by the name of Kevin Na. Not a yeah. not a, not a great first round. The uh, good old back issues, uh, you know, sprung up, and he had decided to, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I think he had a bruised ego. Yeah, contusion of the ego. I think, I think those are suspect at <laughs> best. 
when you when you make your big number and withdraw right there. But and he didn't even whatever. have the worst score on number seventeen this week in the first round. And the first round was tough with with seventeen because the the greens were super firm. Like, balls were not holding. There was a lot of balls in the water on Thursday at 17. Yeah. But uh, Byung-Yung Han had a – he had an 11 on that hole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he shot an 83. Did. He shot an 83, which was two strokes worse than Kevin Na. And you know what? Credit him. Credit on. He he stuck with it. You know what? I'm going to finish this out. going to play both rounds. He posted. He posted. He posted. Yeah. I mean, he still missed the cut, plus 18. But still, he was out there getting his swings in. He put it, He put his name by a number. He signed it. Sure did. Good for him. He's just trying to pad his handicap. <laughs> Gosh darn sandbagger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I swear, if I, if I have to play a match play with him, uh, I'm going to be pissed. Sandbagging his handicap. Probably gonna have to give him some strokes. Uh, no, I, and I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I was listening to the commentary for the, on Thursday, Friday, and it was like you know they were talking about you know guys from what they saw. I'm not I'm not there, so I take them at their word. But like they just don't see guys practice that drop hitting from the drop zone, and I don't. I don't know if you like don't want to do it because you don't want to like oh admit that you might miss, but I think you know especially that hole, you you might want to drop one or two. I mean, a lot of these guys are coming back year after year, and who's to say they didn't drop one at some point? But it's like that seems like a pretty common drop zone of all the drop zones on tour. Right, that might be a common one. To like, just give you. I mean, you're a pro. You know an 84-yard shot, but why not just, like, try it out? And just in case the wind picks up. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't, you know, you don't want to practice for, you know, sucking, right? Um, you don't want to think, you know, hey, just in case I do miss the green and hit into the water, uh, let's let's get a couple practice swings at this drop zone. Because, yeah, yeah. on a normal course that, like, like it doesn't really seem really worth it, but as you mentioned, this is 17 at TPC Sawgrass. Like there is, there is a big deal that's made every single year about the number of balls that go into the water at this hole. So, it, like, yeah, people yeah. suck it back off the green. You know, it dries out and it bounces forward. Like you're nervous. Like what if it's Sunday and like you just need that 84 yard shot and you're like, fuck, you, I wish you I need to, back. you need to get up and down for a bogey on a Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. but at the same time, it is an 84 yard shot, regardless of the fact that it's going out of, you know, Island green, like pro should know you what do. an 84 shot, you know, 84 yard shot is like they practice yep. those shots, that yardage. It may not be a, desirable yardage necessarily but they know you know how to hit an 84 yard shot they can dial it in and it, yeah. island green shouldn't really change that all that much at least i wouldn't think i'm not a pro obviously but you'd think i think the only thing i can think of is you know if they 
you know, they hit a ball into the water with their tee shot, and they go to the drop zone, and it's like, okay, I got to get up and down for par, so I want to get this close to the pin. And if it's like the pin on Thursday, which is in the far back, you know, that's a pretty aggressive line to, to hit, even for an 84-yard shot. And so, okay, he hit it, and, you know, the, the green was just super firm on Thursday, and the ball just goes into the water again. It's like, okay, you know, maybe now that I've hit two balls into the water, all right, let's maybe play it a little bit safe and go a bit a little a little closer to the middle of the green here and now put another one in the water. Uh, but of course, you know, on uh, hit four balls into the water, he he didn't learn as quickly as maybe he should have, or maybe he just after the second ball he just didn't care anymore. He's like, yeah, I'm not making the you cut. Went, let's just let's just keep going. This is tin cup moment, right? He here. went total fucking tin cup. That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. He's like, give me a ball. <laughs> Give me a ball. This is, this is ball. your last ball. <laughs> and then he then he hits a three wood from the eighty four yards. <laughs> in the hole. It's in the hole. Three wood. Three wood that lands and spins backwards. <laughs> for, for me, it's like the most ridiculous part about that entire movie. <laughs> Like sure, you could say like he could he should have been smarter and and not you know kept hitting the ball, but like the fact that the ball like had spin <laughs> from a three wood yeah, from two hundred something yards, like that's ridiculous. Like carrying a creek, <laughs> hitting the green, hey, and spinning what do you backwards. Think? Everything in Hollywood isn't real. That wasn't Hollywood. That was that was the U.S. Open and wherever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. That was that was a true story. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just give me my seven seven iron all day from that eighty four yard shot. I got it. Um All right. We're, yeah. we're gonna have an we're gonna have an eighty four yard challenge. Maybe we should. We hey I mean we're gonna we're gonna have to yeah. I mean we're gonna be we got we got a practice round we can play together before the big Zelich tournament. Yeah. Uh, so we do an eighty four. We're looking to maybe you know get to Sand Valley as well before then. Maybe uh, maybe a little eighty four yard shot there too. Uh, we, can, we can have a little challenge here, a little uh, eighty four yard <laughs> drop drop zone challenge. Eighty four yards. Don't let it touch the fringe. Right. Yeah. Obviously, probably not going to be at an island green, but we can do it. Yeah. We can do it. We can film it. We can uh, we can make people enjoy it. Or we go the course in the Dells. Doesn't oh, yeah. have a replica. Yeah, they have a replica of a bunch of holes. Um, I'm yeah. blank. I'm blanking on the name of that course, but North, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess that would be. But do Northern they have Bay. Northern Bay? Northern Bay. But do they have? Do they have an 84-yard drop zone on that hole? Because that's really what sure. we're looking for. Like even yeah, though it's a sure. replica Island Green, do they have the drop zone there? Did, were they that meticulous about copying this hole? That's what I want yeah. to know. Well, we just might have to do it. But that's that's for future us to to worry about. Justin Thomas, your players champion, edging out. Lee Westwood, second straight, second place for Lee Westwood. 
It's on a good little roll right now. It'll be interesting to see yeah. if he is going to be able to take that and carry it into the Masters. Ooh, JT or oh Lee, Lee Westwood, because he—I mean, yeah. like he's—he's he's done decently at Augusta before, um, and he's a veteran. He's been around it. He knows how to play it. So, and he seems like he's in a pretty good spot with his game right now. I mean, obviously, we're a couple of weeks away still, but I mean, Lee Westwood—you never know, never know, never know. But of course, I mean, JT. He's playing well, too, and JT, um, you know, you could see him possibly getting a, a green jacket as well. A lot of guys yeah. could possibly get a green jacket this year, especially since Tiger won't be there, you know, stealing it from him. Doors wide open. Doors wide open. But but just FYI, this Google Maps definitely looks like Northern Bay has an 84. 84. Did you, did you do the whole measure? <laughs> measure uh, measurement thing on the Google Maps. Are you, can you confirm that it's 84 yards to a spot yep. on that that T box? Yep. Sweet. Yep. All right, we got it. It's gonna happen. Game on. Game on. Party on, man. Even if we have to drive to the Dells, that's not that far for me. I can do it. I can do. I do. I make do that it. trip. I make that trip every year, basically. You can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it. We'll do um, it. It'll be done. So, anyway, let's make some picks for the Honda. Let's do it. Good old Honda Classic, PGA National, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Purse is $7 million, A good uh, less than half of what the Players' Championship was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's not really a great field. <laughs> This week, uh, should we just do like three trunk slammers? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, it's uh, yeah, a lot of big names not in it. Um, Daniel Berger withdrew already, so I can't well, pick him again. Yes, he can't. So, why don't you start us although, off with oh, who you can pick? Although, as I mentioned last week. I make it a point not to pick a guy two weeks in a row, so I wouldn't have picked him anyhow. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you too. Um, man. So we're doing two picks to win and a trunk slammer, I'm assuming? That yeah, we're, we'll we're go back to, All right. back to our basics. All right, okay. Um, I'm going to go... Man, oof. Oof, man. Look at these! Look at these names! Oof, look at these names! You know, one of these weeks it's gotta happen, right? Uh, no, maybe not. Yeah, I'm having second, second, second guesses here. That's never good. Um, we're gonna go, man. This is tough. We're gonna go with Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Big name. One of the few big names. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back with Shane Lowry. Ooh, that's all right. The the reigning Open champion from a few years back because they didn't have the Open last year. Still the reigning. Still reigning. 
the only two-year reigning champion in history, I think. I haven't looked it up, but I would assume. Oh, man, you know what? Oh, yeah, you got to bring it back. You got to bring it back. Your pick. I don't want to steal it from you. Thanks. <laughs> I was I was going to let you, actually. No, I but, know. Uh, it's honor system. We got to got to play by the rules here. You know, who did I have? Yeah. I had Sung J.M. Can't go him. Actually, I like him this week, but, uh, I mean, you can pick him. It's not a hard and fast rule. It's just like my personal rule that you can't pick him two weeks in a row. No, you don't do it. So I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Hey, if you're not cheating, you're not uh, trying. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin Neiman. All right. Okay. Man, I looked at a... I saw, I saw Lee Westwood there, and I thought, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Third week in a row? Maybe. Third time's the charm. But, I mean, he might be super gassed as well. So I'm not going to pick him. Um, so I'm going to go with we're going to go with uh, Dylan Fratelli ooh man you've been doing yoga because that's a stretch I've, I've been listening to uh, the Fratellis that's a good band if you haven't haven't listened to them it's a great band so his name is close enough to them I'm picking them it's my strategy here All right, so bring it back for the trunk slammer. Trunk slammer. Oh, man, this is going to pain me. This is going to really pain me to say this. But I'm going to do it because I'm hoping for maybe a reverse psychology here to get him out of his funk. I'm going with Ricky Fowler slamming the trunk. You knew it. It's going to happen. I'm sorry, Ricky. You know I love you, buddy, but I got to try something here. This is no, I get it. You're doing reverse psychology. I, I, I like it. Gotta try it. It's a win-win situation, right? If he does poorly, then my pick is great. If he doesn't, then fantastic. He's kind of out of his slump. So I gotta do it. It's not because I don't believe in Ricky. I wanna make that clear. Just, um, I'm going with, huh? John, huh? John, huh? John, huh? Huh? All right. Okay. If you're, and if you're like me and you're like, huh? Huh? Who is that? That's why I pick him. <laughs> it's never a bad reason. I mean, look at, so look at that. I got Shane, Lowry, I got Shane Lowry, Joaquin Neiman, and John, huh? For the, the last pick, and then uh, you have Adam Scott, Dale, Dylan Fratelli, and Ricky Fowler. Indeed. Game, game on. It's written in concrete. For sure. Digital content. Cannot be changed now. No way yep. anyone could edit this Google <laughs> s- spreadsheet. <laughs> it's not possible. Nope. 
Any other thoughts on this fine uh, St. Paddy's Day? Oh, yeah. St. Paddy's Day, luck of the Irish. Oof. That might be your Shane Lowry pick coming through right there. That's why I did it. Yeah. You know what? I... The luck of the Irish. I'm just, uh, I'm just excited for, you know, this weekend. We're going to get out of the, the colder temps that we're currently in. Uh, it was like mid thirties today. I was at the range at mid thirties today, um, and there was heat. It, they have heaters there. It's a covered range, but uh, you know, still, yeah. still a little cold. You still feel the thins. Oh. You still feel the thins with those range balls. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't. <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward this weekend. We're going to be getting back into the fifties, and next week we'll be in the fifties pretty much all week. So. Looking forward to you know the the warmer weather for for us at least. Um, start getting until into it this. Snows, until it snows an inch, yeah. <laughs> and we're getting into spring here. Spring is upon us. I'm gonna will it into fruition. So I like it. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm gonna try to get on play again this weekend. So it's, uh, looking forward to it. It's, the spring is here, my friend. Look. So, pos- only positive thoughts. Positive thoughts. Keep it, keep it all, all positive. But yeah, it's all I got. Sounds good. We're gonna end this on a positive note then. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll check in again next week. Peace, love, and birdies. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of nineteen. 19- It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Yes, sir!